Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Circe Podcast Network. I'm Joshua Gibbs, and this is Proverbial, the podcast where we explore the wisdom of the ages as it comes to us in Proverbs, by which I mean wise sayings a man may live by if he's not so arrogant as to think himself special. Episode 117, Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Today's proverb is unattributed. I'll read it twice. Curiosity killed the cat. Once more, curiosity killed the cat. I don't know where this proverb comes from. I think it's probably English, though. This proverb is a riddle. There aren't a lot of proverbs I've committed an episode of the show to that are riddles, but I think this one is a riddle. Curiosity killed the cat. You've heard this before, but you don't entirely get it. There's a lot of riddling proverbs that people don't get. Like, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush. That's a riddle you can figure out if you mull it over for long enough. But a bird in hand is worth two in the bush is one of those proverbs that you've heard people say. And it's a little hard to grasp, at least the first 50 times you heard it. I didn't figure that one out, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush, until maybe two or three years ago. I'd heard it all my life, through my 20s, through my 30s. It was in my late 30s before I finally understood what it meant. There's an episode of the show about that one. It means one definite thing is worth two mere possibilities. It's really not that hard, but it always evaded me, that one, until recently. When curiosity goes belly up, 
someone says, curiosity killed the cat. Or when curiosity is about to go belly up. And you, as the authority, have to shut down a child, a student, who wants to do something dumb just because they're curious. You say, curiosity killed the cat. How is this any different, though? In what sense is this a proverb? In what sense is curiosity killed the cat a proverb? How is it any different from simply saying curiosity is bad? Well, there's two ways to read curiosity killed the cat. It might mean that the cat's curiosity killed the cat. Or it could mean my curiosity killed the cat. Now, how does my curiosity kill the cat? Curiosity means wanting to know what happens if I feed the cat peanut butter. I don't know. I don't know what happens when you feed a cat peanut butter. I honestly don't. I'm not just saying that for the show. I don't know what happens if you feed a cat peanut butter. It might be hilarious. I don't know. Like, I can imagine a cat trying to chew sticky, thick peanut, peanut butter. And it being sort of hilarious. Cats are these sort of austere creatures, and it's sort of amusing to imagine a cat looking like a moron. Trying to get its little teeth around peanut butter. Clawing at it in its own mouth. I would never do that. I hope. I'm curious, though. I'm curious what happens when you feed a cat peanut butter. There's no good reason to do this, though. And this is generally true of curiosity. Curiosity is a desire to know when there's no real need to know. No good reason to feed a cat peanut butter. Curiosity means wanting to know if it's true that all cats have nine lives. Or that cats always land on their feet. I'm curious. How far do you have to drop a cat before it doesn't land on its feet? Your curiosity could kill a cat in figuring out the answer to that question. In the whole long history of mankind, and all the billions of people on planet Earth right now, all the billions of people on planet Earth 50 years ago, there have probably been a good many cats that have died because someone asked the question, will this kill a cat? I know that because there are plenty of seventh grade boys who will do stupid things just because they want to know what will happen if I do this stupid thing. There are people who will push a full glass of water off a table just to see what happens. And before you push it off, your guess is that the water, the glass hits the floor and water goes everywhere. And it's almost like there are some people who want to check. I just want to make sure that if I do this dumb thing, something bad will happen. Having spent my life around teenagers and having been a teenager myself, I know that this motivation, the curious motivation, has prompted a lot of people to do a lot of stupid stuff. Back when I was a teenager. Back when I was 16, 17. We would 
go buy dry ice from the grocery store. And we would break it up. And we would get two liter bottles of Pepsi and half empty them. Then we would put the dry ice inside the half filled two liter bottles of Pepsi. We would screw on the caps and we would run. And we would do this at about one in the morning in public parks that were surrounded by residential neighborhoods. And we could often make it back to our car before they blew up. And when they blew up, it was loud enough to get the cops to show up. But I think we did that sort of thing because we wondered, will the cops come if we blow off dry ice bombs in the park? Like, there was no purpose to it. There was no, there was no higher value. It was mere curiosity. What will happen if we make a noise as loud as a bomb at one in the morning in a public park? Will the lights come on? Will that guy's house illumine if we set off a dry ice bomb? That's the sort of thing that curiosity prompts people to do. Let's see what happens if is the prelude to a lot of unintentional deaths, a lot of lost fingers, a lot of failed marriages, a lot of trips to the ER. Let's see what happens if we do this dumb thing. It's generally, like, people are not curious about doing good things. You ever notice this? Nobody's curious about doing a good thing. Or it tends to not be that way. Maybe there's a few people with YouTube channels that randomly want to see what happens if you do a good thing. But it tends to not be good things that people are curious about. And this is because we know what happens when you do something good. Normally we're curious about doing bad things. No one's curious about what will happen if I go down to the soup kitchen and hand out soup to poor people all morning. Not the sort of thing you're curious about. You're curious about going down to the soup kitchen and putting X-lax in the soup. You're curious about doing stupid things. I think Curiosity Killed the Cat is sort of, it's a riddle because it's an illustration of curiosity. When someone says curiosity killed the cat, you want to ask, oh, how? How did that happen? That's curiosity. It doesn't matter how. It did. The question how in response to curiosity killed the cat is an example of curiosity. How did curiosity kill the cat? Somehow. Somehow curiosity killed the cat. It doesn't matter how. Curiosity will kill you too. It'll kill you differently than it killed the cat. Curiosity killed a cat isn't a proverb about cats. It's about you. It's a big difference between wonder and curiosity. Wonder, which classical educators talk a lot about, wonder is permanent. Curiosity is not permanent. Curiosity is easily solvable. Wonder is not solvable. Wonder is about humility. Wonder is a state of humility. Wonder is the direction of the intellect towards unsolvable questions. 
Curiosity is easy to resolve, though. So you wonder, you wonder about the Trinity. You wonder about heaven. You wonder about why so many great men in the Old Testament were such lousy fathers. You wonder why women are the way they are. You're never going to figure it out. Wander just keeps going. Wander is a state of being you enter into when you forget about yourself. Curiosity is just too easy to solve. You're curious about what's behind door number three. It takes two seconds to solve that one. You're curious about what the title was of the last Wu-Tang Clan album. You're curious about what your old girlfriends are up to. Curiosity is the desire to know. It's the desire to know things that can be known. Wonders the desire to know things that can't be known. There are numerous church fathers who equated curiosity with lust. And it's really hard to not see the brilliance of this. After you recognize just how much the internet caters to lust and to curiosity. Almost in equal amounts. The internet inspires lust. Everyone knows this, right? The internet exists to inspire lust. It also seems to exist to inspire curiosity. Immoderate, senseless, pointless desires to know. Lust and curiosity are both an immoderate desire to know, so to speak. Although when I say that, lust and curiosity, both an immoderate desire to know, I'm sort of intentionally conflating very different definitions of the word no. Adam knew his wife, etc. Curiosity does well up in people like lust does. The desire to know is a very intense desire. It can be as intense as thirst. It can be more intense than thirst. Curiosity will keep you up at night. The so-called Wikipedia hole that people fall down, wherein people become rapidly curious to know one thing after another, after another, after another. Curiosity tends to give way to curiosity like lust gives way to lust. And you can get trapped in the zone of curiosity just like you can get trapped in the zone of lust. Like lust, curiosity is wasted knowledge. The knowledge acquired through curiosity doesn't last. Think of all the times that you have Googled something on your phone only to Google the same thing four days later. Curiosity is unavoidable, though. Not really, not in an ultimate metaphysical sense. We can resist the temptation to sin. But there's a sense in which curiosity is this sort of driving force in so much human misery. Many, many great novels, I'm almost tempted to say most great novels, revolve around curiosity. I think there's one question that drives more novels than any other. The dramatic question at the heart of half the novels written in the last 200 years is the same. It's the question that drives men crazy. 
single men, old men, married men, all men. And it's this question. What does she really think of me? That's the question that has funded more novels than any other. What does she really think of me? This is a question that's easy to forget about most of the time. Most of the time you can run on autopilot and assume you know what other people think of you. But when the question, what does she really think of me, gets in your head, it is very hard to shake. I almost think that if men had a way of answering that question, which they don't, not because women are incomprehensible or something like that, but because you can't really know what anyone thinks of you. Not really. You can't get inside anyone's head and know with scientific certainty what anyone thinks of you. You've got to act on faith. What does she really think of me? What does he really think of me? If we had a way of answering this question, I almost believe the world would suddenly go inert from inactivity. Money makes the world go round? Eh. What does she really think of me makes the world go round. And the world's a painful place to live. As painful as it is for modern men to admit this, there are a great many things that we are better off not knowing. The modern search for knowledge, the modern search for this sort of encyclopedic knowledge of everything, entails a lot of wasted time. And the desire to know, to know with certainty what someone really thinks of you, is also kind of a waste of time. It's better, often enough, to not know what people really think of you. And this is more a matter for a different episode. But in Dress Up, G. Bruce Boyer quotes Lord Chesterfield, who said, it's better to take people as they are than as they really are. And I think that's a good reason to not worry all that much about knowing for sure what people think of you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.